this is Goyfire. Goyfire 52. DMB dead on highway. Arrested in Knoxville. Pitt says Crimea River. Virginia Beach. Kidnapping, rape, and murder. David Lane dies in captivity. Dershowitz on his boycotters. Barack, a magic niggero. Did City Hall find a gun runner in L.A.? South Africa, World Jewish Congress. And Thomas Winnicke and his case are back in the news. Stay tuned for that, as well as VNN Internal. So, returning to our top story tonight, TNB. ESO announces arrest in dragging death of local it's, woman. It's South Florida. South Florida. From, coming from the Sun Sentinel, William said he jumped back into the Cadillac and chased the van, according to police reports on the hit and run. The caravan finally stopped at a red light at Oakland Park Boulevard. He said Williams got out again to confront its driver. That's when the chase turned tragic. Quote, My wife got out of the car to go stand in front of him so he wouldn't go nowhere, Williams said. But when the traffic light changed to green, the unidentified driver began moving forward. The van took off again and he heard his wife saying in protest, you ain't going nowhere. Surprised and horrified, Williams chased the van on foot for a short while and begged the driver to stop. Detectives say Hall fell off the mini minivan's hood and got caught in the undercarriage. The driver then dragged her for about two miles, reaching speeds up to 70 miles an hour in the process of weaving between lanes in an attempt to shake her off. He finally left Hall dead in the 1600th block of State Road 7 in North Lauderdale. I don't know if you covered, but they were on, they was on a family outing, see, at the casino. And they were having some drinks, and everything was going so good. Uh, just driving home, minding their own business. And then somebody said they didn't have their lights on. And uh, the guys who read uh, VNN noticed so many details. For example, if some big mammy jumped out in front of your car, and you know how it is these days, they've all been nigger-tutored up by the federal, state, local, and governments and everybody else and television, uh, Julie Hood, when they jump out and there's a whole gang of them, what are you going to do? And further, they chase this uh, they, they chase this Arab for several miles. Now, if it was a hit and run and they didn't initially get his license plate, by the time they came up on him, they could have snagged the license plate then and called the police. But, of course, that's not the way they operate. And the guys on the forum made the point. What are you going to do? Some niggers is standing in front of your van, and, and you know, you, likely as not, you'll, you might be the one that gets the bullet in the head. The guy could have been totally, uh, you know, fear a panic attack. It's just a fight or flight. If you wanted to live, you know, it's a gang of niggers is what it boils down to. So do you think they were actually trying to uh, multiply their winnings at the casino by perhaps claiming whiplash? Sure, the mother, that's what the story said, I believe it was the mother, the mother-in-law of one of them, or she immediately said, oh my neck, you know, it's just as if it, they're, they're ginning up the acting before the medics even get there. Uh, how bad can it be? It's a Cadillac, it's a big Cadillac, and a van hits it in, in the back, that's not going to cause that much of a, a crinkle, and it didn't, uh, didn't buckle the rear end into the rear tires or anything, or else they wouldn't be moving, would they? 
So, <laughs> you know, uh, somebody said it just gets a lot worse because uh, this husband was 25 years old. And uh, the guys on the forum suggested that, who knows, maybe this guy hired this Arab. I don't think it's a, that would be the case, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. Maybe he took out a life insurance policy on this woman and hired the Arab, and, and the whole thing uh, <laughs> devolved from there. I guess they would have popped him by now. But see, he was 25, and she was 44, and the paper said that she just cooked a dinner for 30, a gang of 30 there, a group of 30 the day before. And if you look at her picture... She's uh, got a, a, a real tight, looks like a curly cap, looks like a bathing cap with curls glued on it or something here. And they're kind of a, kind of a medium blonde she is. Vivacious, the local paper called her. Uh, uh, another word yeah. for vociferous. Or... <laughs> her boobs. Yeah, That's right. Exchange, uh, she wanted to exchange uh, insurance information. <laughs> Heroes uh-huh. are very punctilious. <laughs> and then it shows the family here. They're all d- dining on uh, McDonald's on the hoods of the car. And her brother's got his hand on his head. And he that must be a family it. thing. They're being on the hoods of cars. Yeah. One of the forum guys a- a- asked if those were catered McDonald's, Mickey D's. <laughs> which means somebody drove out and brought them in for him. At a time of a family sorrow like this, probably that's the case, I would say. He might have just freaked out and been afraid of... of uh, the jig was going to pull a gun on him while the while the uh, she jig was in front of the car. Got to be a sure. horrible way to die, though, to be on top of a car and then end up under it and, and drag for a couple of miles. Yeah, they said they went through several townships or cities there in that uh, several miles, and then they had the picture on the forum, Alex, and uh, the swath of blood is three or four feet wide. And he said oh, he was man. trying to kick her out from under the car. You know, try to you know how you, have you ever run over a rock or something or a log? <laughs> you just kind of gas it, scrape her off on something. Oh, yeah, man. That's right. Yeah. Oh, it's a pretty geez. gruesome story. So it's like the inept meet the inept or the unqualified meet the unqualified. It's just another day, a million stories in the naked country. <laughs> this is just one of them. <laughs> Welcome to the Quango. <laughs> yeah, Indeed. The trail of Hall's blood was still visible on parts of the paved ro- roadway on Monday morning. A bouquet of white roses and balloons now marks the spot where the fatal pursuit ended. Quote, this violent disregard for life will not be tolerated, Jenna said. We talk about road rage all the time, but this is a horrific example of road rage at its worst, where someone was purposefully run over. Rage is the emotion that was at work there. Road rage is something entirely different. That's a misuse of the term. The husband in this case was interviewed before they had found the Arab. And if you look at the Arab, he's pretty dark. And uh, first of all, the 25-year-old husband, he, he's, he sounds a lot really like a lot of comedians. You know, this guy that flew over to South Africa, all these uh, Negro comedians, you know, he sounds like him. He kind of mumbles the words and so forth. But uh, he said it was a white man. This is before they, they found the, the uh, errant driver. So uh, it was a white man. But it's, so, is this Abdel Aziz Hamza? Yeah, he's a white man. You didn't know that? It's just like, it's just like the way yeah. the, Spick's, the FBI categorizes Spick in the Uniform Crime Report. And they're white, too. Maybe no, uh, the, this. That's right. They're the white perp. <laughs> By everybody's reckoning. The federal government, yeah. the Negroes, everybody. <laughs> they got, yeah, look where they busted him, too. He was trying to fly to Athens. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, they said he was going, I think, back to, was it Lebanon or Syria? Just from a through flight to Athens. Yeah. It would be interesting to know the size of the uh, the he-nigger and the size of the, uh, the perp here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks to me like he's just afraid. Sure, look at this 25-year-old with dreadlocks and looking wild, and they're, they're stacked up there. It looks like something uh, you know out of a 1930s African movie or something. Right, and You might have thought it was just the better of, of bad options was to full speed ahead over the mammy. Sure, he could have been yelling at her, get out of the way, because I'm going to go. I'm going to move. Uh, oh, I bet get he Get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. He probably figured the fat bitch was well cushioned enough she'd sustain only minor injuries and he would get away. But at least better to have a hit and run than to be murdered in the street by a bunch of angry niggers. Yeah. I think we right. all can it's, agree to that. Yeah, it's a rock and a hard place kind of decision. It could have, Actually, this kind of thing could happen to anybody. There was a, a few years ago, I think we covered on Goyfire, there was the one where... Uh, the, the Negroes running up on an elevated freeway there in Georgia. Do you remember that one? And, you know, jumping in and out of SUVs and stopping the mm-hmm. traffic and carrying on. I mean, what are you going to do? It, it could break out anywhere. It could be one of those random things that could happen anywhere, any place. <laughs> yeah, well, another TNB-type attribute is to walk extremely slow across the street in crosswalks or not and sort of dare the drivers to hit them. And again, their 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 angle is the hope for a lawsuit, where they can actually earn some money that day. Well, they they rear end people to get them to pull over and then rob them. That's one thing they've been doing for years. But and I don't get this why they're called road rage. This this has nothing to do with road rage that I can see. More like it may have been attack, a legitimate huh? accident, resulting in fear, resulting in uh, you know, people doing their thing. The bad outcome for the Negress. Well, see, they no. admit that they were drinking at the casino, so uh, it could it could have been. Out. Yeah, when, when the other car drove by and said, "Turn your lights on," and they were trying to figure out, figure out what went what they were doing wrong. That the other driver was signaling them. They could have uh, hit the brakes, you know, of a sudden. I mean, they're not really known for being the best drivers, are they? No, it's always possible the Negroes are at fault. <laughs> it's not a it's not a long stretch. To imagine that they maybe they pulled out right in front of the guy or something funky. Uh-huh. Didn't they have their lights on. Alex, are you cognitively profiling these uh, victims? <laughs> I never see race when I look at people. They just <laughs> they're all God's chilling. <laughs> uh, in other words, yes, yes, I am. Okay, all right. Just want to make that clear. Yeah, well, next up on our list of topics, of course, is this story out of Knoxville. Hits close to home. Police arrest organizer at rally against genocide. The press writes, The organizer of a downtown rally against interracial crime left in handcuffs before the event began Saturday. Knoxville police arrested... Alex Linder of Kirksville, Missouri, a white supremacist and operator of Vanguard News Network after he ignored orders from police and fought with officers, Police Chief Sterling P. Owen IV said. So, uh, yeah, Alex. Yeah. What, 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 what happened here? Uh, I was exercising the First Amendment <laughs> that my uh, ancestors fought hard to uh, establish when I was assaulted by the cops. In Knoxville, slammed to the ground, 
and they had my teeth ground through my lip and tongue and uh, uh, my wind cut off and I was being choked out. I was marched off, booked, put in the paddy wagon. They stole my speech notes, which I have located but not yet gotten back, and then sent to their Knox County Detention Facility for a few hours until I was able to be bailed out. Thanks to the, the willingness of a local, uh, uh, a woman who didn't even know me, who signed, I was able to get bail, bailed out. And I paid the bill myself of, uh, I think it was like 487 So the, their bond, the total bond was about 4000 bucks. There were four misdemeanors I'm charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assaulting a cop, and vandalism. The last apparently being they're claiming that I broke their camera. I guess when they hit me with it or something, I don't know. But we have some video of it. It has not been released yet. And there is there is at least one other little brief clip. Although, oddly, it's about 40 seconds. It starts with me on the ground, and there's three of them on me, and they're, they're binding me up like a, uh, <coughs> like a pig in a rodeo, or a calf in a rodeo. Point here was, we didn't apply for a permit for this rally. Our position is we don't need a permit to exercise our free speech, given that we aren't criminals, and they have no cause to treat us as though we are. So when I got there, I happened to notice the cops had set up a little uh, free speech concentration camp. And I said, yeah, that's groovy. I need to be right in front of the antis and the public, because I didn't drive 700 miles in an unair-conditioned car to speak to my people who already know what I'm saying. I came to meet with them later and to have them hear my speech but primarily I came to address the public and let them judge me by my bearing, my looks and, and what I had to say so I walked down the street which was open It was there was no sign saying you couldn't walk down it I walked down there, I positioned myself holding holding my sign with both hands, positioned myself in front of it and uh, the sign, it was recorded in the news sentinel and used in a really, really nasty article that, that implied that we who are standing up for Shannon Christian by pointing out the deeper meaning of this crime are torturing and tormenting her parents. Okay, that's how evil and vile the media are. But they did at least get a good picture of me with with a sign that said diversity is death, and it had learned the truth at vnnforum.com. And as you can clearly see, both of my hands are on the phone board with the sign, and the cops latched on to both of my biceps, and then they, they slammed me on the ground, and that was it. it. It took about 15, 20 seconds. We had come up from a little kind of pre-meeting place, uh, and uh, the cops had initially cut off the first car in our line when we were going to park, and that was Todd, and I guess they checked him out and let him go because of his reputation, whatever they were worried about him. But uh, we we came up with Hal and, and uh, a few other people and walked up there, and this is about maybe 245 to 250, so a few minutes before the I didn't know they were going to let us in. or that They basically treated it as though I had applied for a permit. It was just like kind of like in Topeka, although actually, and Billy Roper ought to take note, it was not as bad as in Topeka. They didn't actually, I, I think, they didn't do all the retinal scanning and the rest of it, but but a lot of the other aspects were there. There was a helicopter flying overhead. They they were wanding people. They appeared to have metal detectors. All I know is I saw it, and I'm like, well, no, absolutely not. That My my point here, apart from the political points related to Shannon Christian, those murders, my, my point was to fight for the First Amendment. And, and my point, my position is the cops have gone too far uh, and, and that 
this policy they've evolved where, yeah, you can have your free speech, but only in areas that, that uh, we decide you can speak in and subject our putting, you know, in this case, 300 cops between you and the public and flying copters overhead and scanning you. My position is that constitutes infringement. And I demonstrated that I will not be infringed by the cops by going where I needed to be to speak. Now, I control my actions, they control their actions. They chose to come up to me, and, and I didn't hear anybody say anything. All I knew was I was grabbed, and then I maintained a dignified rigidity and was very quickly on the ground with a bloody mouth. And uh, But the worst of my injuries was uh, something. they did something to my chest, which is still painful. I mean, the week I was back between the arraignment and the arrest, I really didn't do shit except kind of lie around and just go, try to try to regain my, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, regain my, my health a little bit and just feel better. And part of it's, you know, the long driving, but part of it is they, they definitely did something to my chest. Maybe they bruised the pericardial sac somehow. <sighs> they, uh, they, they did something. I don't know what it is, but you would think, you know, it would be going away by almost two weeks later, but it's still there. So, well, What about that bizarre arrest technique, Alex? How can that be justified by any means whatsoever? There's obviously all those uh, uh, anti-clowns. There was great cacophony there, even if uh, if one were to well, believe what they said, uh, that they yelled. You know, there's, there's, double, there's double standards. There's double standards, yeah. Well, you got to understand, the, the opposition was this group of clowns, literal clowns. Men wearing bras and playing banjos and jumping around like idiots and, and women too. And they're part of some some like neo hippie deal that and, and Tennessee has a few of these different camps. They're kinda commie or social activist camps and their leader appeared to be some fag named Chris Irwin and uh so they're dancing around shouting white flower and all, wife power and all kinds of idiotic things. But all I know is, Craig, I, I really don't can't even tell you that much of what happened because this all took place over about fifteen, twenty seconds. And then I was out of the picture and in, into the bureaucratic cop system. So, But all I know is I saw a bunch of antis, and I walked towards them, non-threatening, intending no violence, and holding my signboard, and, and started uh, yelling at them, while, and they were really yelling at me. And uh, we were just getting it going. We were, we were getting in the spirit of the rally. And this is what I said. Maybe I used the wrong word. I said it's a, if they just let me run, it would have been a good time for everybody. Now, I didn't... No way do I mean it's a good time when you're remembering people who are dead and, and talk about the deeper meaning. But what I mean is, I mean, we're going to flesh the motherfucker out. And we're going to show you this, this is what real debate in a free republic is about. I'm going to stand. I'm not threatening any violence. See, this is the thing. I don't have a criminal record. This is an absolutely perfect case for, for a lawyer, and we're looking for one, who, who wants to uh, make a stand on the First Amendment. I don't have a criminal record. There's, there's absolutely no reason to think I'm going to initiate any kind of violence when I don't have any weapons and I just have a board and there's one of me and there's, there's probably uh, several dozen of them. And to be fair, there's no reason to think they were going to be violent either. Now, I, I wanted to heckle back and forth and dominate them verbally until it was clear to all. And that's why I came here, not just to speak to, to my own people, the people who already know what I think and already think the way I do. And damn it, they got in the way of that. And that's not their job. They've, they have gone too far. They're, they're so happy with themselves. They've worked out this little system to neutralize us. Well, I showed here that I don't tolerate that. And they showed that they can thump me if I don't in tolerate the, In this corrupt system, can't right, they just... I am right. And maybe, I don't know how long sure. it will take to prove it, but I am right, and we're, we are going to win. They can't... The First Amendment does not come with an asterisk saying you can only have your free speech in Sterling P.O. in the fourth approved areas. 
Sure. Right. They should make a counter-probable cause that I'm going to incite a riot or something like that. Otherwise, they need to get the hell out of the way. I didn't agree to enter any kind of a free speech concentration camp. I can walk damn near anywhere I want and say what I have to say to people, and there's nothing they can do about it. That's the they'll always they, they need public safety, safety though, and, they, and they'll they say the corporation council we can be sued just as they did in New York, Pennsylvania. Oh, it's a terrible, uh, you know, if anything went wrong, they could sue our whole municipality, and, and uh, it would be terrible. Anyone for could the, sue them for anything. They, my That's point is, I'm willing to fight. I, I believe I'm right, and I'm willing to fight over that. And if we can find a lawyer who's willing to fight, I'm pretty sure we'll win on that point. And and it, it was important enough to me to, to, to do it because I frankly feel that my ancestors on both sides fought in the Revolutionary War, and I think that's one of the things they fought to establish that, look, we're not afraid of what people think. They can get out there and speak their mind, and, and you, can't, you can't force them to go in a certain area. So I reject that. Now, if I had negotiated with the cops and agreed to do that, then, of course, I would have done that, but I purposefully did not do that. They just acted like I did. So, like I said on the forum, I said, we're going to, you know, this is kind of a cat and mouse game. We're going to play it by ear. And, and I didn't or, overly organize or produce this. I just said, look, I'm going to be here and give a speech at this time. And that's, we have to force it to evolve beyond the current position, beyond the status quo, which is good for the cops, but not good for us. It's unfair and it's an infringement of my rights to put, try to put 300 cops between me and the public. You have absolutely no probable cause to do that. And if some lawyer will help me uh, argue that in court, we will win. All right, well, and, one of the things we did miss out on was the speech itself, which, of course, yeah. can be remade at any time in Knoxville or any other place you choose spontaneously. Well, yeah. No friction coming from the police. Aegis, uh, yeah, you're quite right. Here's how I'm going to do that. First of all, they stole my notes when they booked me. And uh, <laughs> when I went back for my arraignment, uh, yeah, after I did my arraignment, I'll get into that a little bit in, in a minute. We did the arraignment at 10 a.m., and then I, I talked to the, the uh, asshole local media right after that. And then uh, then I went out and visited the graves of Shanna Christian and Chris Newsom. And I also went to the KPD police headquarters and uh, said, give me back my notes. And, and they referred me around, and I wound up with a black internal affairs guy. Yeah, you basically they said, well, you got to find the you got to find the arresting officer. So go call Knox County. I called Knox County. They said, well, your arresting officer is uh, I forget his name, but he's with KPD, which is where I was at their central police district, which is right there, within a few blocks of where uh, where the rally was, and uh, so for whatever reason, then it became internal affairs. So this black guy came out, and we went to his office and talked. He called. He called. I guess the arresting officer, I think his name is Tom Walker. And Walker, this is where it stands right now. Now, I called Walker, the the, the black guy, well, I forget his name, Dick Evans, I think, the internal affairs guy. Uh, he gave me the uh, he gave me the number. I called Walker. No one answered that phone. So that's where it stands. Apparently, Walker has, they have some off-site evidence thing, which is where my speech notes are. Now, it's not a complete speech. It's the, the main points I wanted to make and a few good literary lines I intended to deliver. Beyond that, I was going to... Uh, just speak uh, ad lib. Uh, I hope to get those back. But the, what I'm going to do about the speech is I'm going to write an open letter to Gary Christian. Try to set this in perspective. But first, I'm going to write a trip report about my second trip to Knoxville and just talk about all the things I saw 
in the two days I was there this time, from the one day for my arraignment, followed by mostly sleeping the rest of that day, and then a very full day on uh, on Tuesday, in which, like I said, I, I went to Shannon Christian's grave, and a couple of her friends were there, and I talked to them uh, for a little while. What and did they say? To, they they were in genuine pain. I mean, think about the flip strength. I've talked about that concept before. Here's me just driving up, you know, any ordinary day, and I talked to the I talked to the guy who runs that cemetery named Grady, and uh, you know, beautiful day. And and I said, well, finally, after talking to him for a few minutes, I said, well, where's the where's Shannon Christian's grave? He points up there. There's a couple girls up there. He said they have a steady stream of visitors, and plenty of them for, are from out of states, so and they've just heard about the case, and they come by. And so I went up and, and kind of knelt down and, and talked to them. I said, but y'all are friends of uh, Shannon Christian. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you, you you went to high school with her or maybe uh, college. And they're like, yeah, we did. And uh, they kind of repeated, you know, some of the stuff you've read in the media there. Well, they don't want to talk about the race, really. And I very carefully kind of said, well, I understand that. I understand it's, you know, it's your friend and it's a great tragedy. Uh, but, uh, you know, our point, and, and I said, I said, I'm the guy, you know, we held the rally for her, and, and you know, we got it onto the national news. I said, you know, the, the thing here is that uh, this kind of stuff's happening just way too often, way too often, and if we can do something about it, we need to. And and so I tried to convey my sorrow for their loss and, and the fact that we're well-intentioned. We don't intend to make them speak for... We don't. We're not using them. The, the media is lying that we're trying to use them. The media is actually the ones who are trying to use them. I think Gary Christian, and this will be part of my letter. He wore a Confederate flag to that first hearing, and uh, they said these girls said that the Christians go up there every day, every day. So their twenty-year-old daughter is sitting there. You know, wow. Put twenty years in. I said, you know, I have a daughter, and and. You know, I, I told him about, you know, I got my grandmother died and she was buried. And there's a, there's a little kid there. This kid's like four. I think his name's Kennedy in, in the in our kind of family cemetery there. And every time you go, there's a bunch of more stuff they put there. And you can just feel how much they love their little kid. And that's, you know, someone who's three or four. And this girl's 20. And they put all this into raising her. And she's blossoming, this beautiful young woman, whole future ahead of her. And bam, it's taken away. And, and all we get is this, oh, there's no reason. They were in the wrong place at the wrong time. But there is a, yeah, meaning. Alex, there the, is a greater meaning to this tragedy. The, the pretension that they were not yelling, uh, 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 you, you goddamn white whore or whatever, you know, all their uh, uh, colloquialisms within their subculture is such a great pretension. Anyone who even watches MTV videos could pick up. That's just the most yeah. ludicrous supposition that somebody could put forth as having anything to do with reality. It's really awful you're, that, that they won't address right. that. And, and DeMarcus, uh, uh, pardon me, LaMarcus Davidson was literally a member of the Black Disciple, or black Gangster Disciples, which is a huge gang all over the United States in many, many cities. You can look it up on Wikipedia. There are all sorts of federal and state reports about it. They're into major this and major that, drug running, murders, machine guns, you name it. And not only that, that, but it was... Mm -hmm. it, it has, has that been you know, established? Have you seen the proof that he was a member of that? Because that, I would say, is the initial fact. the initial report said in the state of Tennessee where he was in prison before that this was part of his prison report. They know. Yeah, well, he has a tattoo as well. And these girls yeah, said, and 
these girls said, you know, they, they haven't released any details about what went on. Craig, there's, it, it's frightening. I'm frightened after what I've seen in America in the last two weeks. It, it's a very dangerous place. The, the, the cops and the media are on the same side, and they're on the side of evil. They're, they are covering up for a system. This, this crime is, if it were understood in the real and true sense of its meaning, is enough to bring down the government. Because this crime belongs to the government. The government should own it, as they say in that, in that psychobabble sense. The government should own this crime. Say, look, I forced diversity on you. I forced racial integration on you. Here's the fruit of that tree. Here's the fruit of that tree. And that's what we're doing. We're saying, eat your fruit. We're saying, we're holding up a mirror to you in Knoxville. That's what I'm doing. I'm holding up a mirror to your society. Here's how ridiculous you are. You dress up like clowns to celebrate the death of these. You refuse to hear the truth we have to say about race mixing and what it leads to. Well, if, if they can't handle the truth, and they can't. I mean, they are, they are so vicious and hateful. This, this is the thing that, that gets me is these, these niggers who already belong to, to hateful black gangs rape Shannon Christian three ways and the media will not call it a, a hate crime, and they'll cite, well, the, the police chief says it's not a hate crime, and yet we come to town to protest the frequency of this kind of thing, and they immediately jump to spot our mode. Oh, we're evil, hateful extremists. So we don't have to do anything to be called for them to know our motives, but the niggers can rape at will, murder at will, torture and strangle at will, and, and they won't say a thing about their motive. So, Alex, the very day you were arrested... Uh, there was a, a, a black 17-year-old murdered there by the name of Demarcus, and his brother, I looked on his MySpace, and on his MySpace site, it's still there, he's pointing a huge caliber revolver with hollow nose bullets in it, and uh, his brother has a li- big long story there about some uh, dope dealer named Hook, or, and, and, and uh, Hook comes knocking to collect his dope money, and, and they said, I ain't got your money now, and if you don't like it, you know. On and on and on, and they have a. There were nine shootings within May twenty second. Nine shootings in that sub uh, area of Knoxville. A lot of Southerners, like as they do in St. Louis, they think if they keep keep them in one area, that's their business, and they pretend that they're the same as us. And if you want to pop this bubble, this uh, anti-reality, as you've often called it, well, you're a bad person. Yeah, well, Alex. Oh, yeah. Two points here. One, do you think VNN was responsible for making this story? national news and two leonard pitts what's your take on that i know vnn was responsible for making this a national story let, let me point out how the media has run the only ap story the ap has run a few and the local media has obviously covered it to some extent because you know it's in their area but they have they have definitely and, and the local media there is a handful of tv stations and it's the news sentinel which i believe is part of scripts and it's this alt-weekly called the Metro Pulse, which is an absolutely pathetic, pathetic rag. I mean, it, it prints lies. It prints stuff that's not true. But the point is the AP ran a couple stories about this, but no paper picked them up. And the first story the AP did that was actually picked up pretty much nationwide was the Monday before our rally on Saturday. And the whole point of that AP story was to put the liberal spin in the mouth of the parents of the victims, Right. So that even though you had a guy wearing a uh, wearing a shirt and making the motion of a gun at, at the guilty niggers, uh, they, they've kind of got him to backtrack. They're intimidating him. They're saying you better you better say this has nothing to do with race. It was just a wrong place, wrong time kind of crime. The media are putting their spin in the mouth of Gary Christian and Dina Christian, 
and and um, not so much in the Newsoms because the Newsoms apparently believe this did not start as a racial crime but ended up that way. And Mr. Christian so, said that uh, he he uh, he got in trouble with his wife for wearing that Confederate shirt to court. Yeah, well, there's the thing they had him backtracking because. But yes. again, I will I will write about this in in my open letter to Gary Christian because there's there's just bad faith. I can't convey to people listening to Goyfire how evil the government and the media are and how tyrannical and how, you know, I, I, this little Asian interviewed me after I came out of the arraignment and all her stupid cameramen are sniggering. And, of course, they took, to make up for the, the photo that helped our cause of me being arrested, they took one where I'm being apparently browbeaten by the, I don't know, one of the officers of the court, basically all he did. He's not even the judge. He's just the guy telling people not to listen to iPods and not to bring food and drink in the courtroom. And he's, I'm holding the paper that says when this is when my preliminary hearing is, and he's telling me something. Well, they probably set that up beforehand. When we walked in there, and I was with uh, Tony on the Path to the Truth, they uh, they had about four cameras in there, and I, I didn't pay any attention. I thought they were just, you know, I thought it was a court filming it, but no, it was the, the locals. Well, they got a, ex- absolutely the Did worst they let Tony film, by the way? they could get of me. What's that? Did they, they let they Tony film? No, I told him. How did they arrange that? I said, well, yeah. I said, he didn't, I said, next time, we got to get you uh, press credentials. You'll be a, our photographer, whatever. They got to let you in to do it. But there wasn't really anything to film in there anyway. I mean, it was just, this is this is kind of your, your mass hurting. You know, you have a bunch of schlubs go up there. What would you do? Were you drunk in public? Yeah, you know, it's all running the mill. Except mine, which is, is political. They've trumped up the charges. And so that's why the, the local media are there. Well, they got the, absolutely the worst picture of me they could take. I don't know what what they ended up running in their local news. I just saw a couple of the uh, the print stories, but it 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 literally doesn't matter what you say to these people. They just print what they're going to print. They have their agenda, and all they want from you is a quote like Hitler was a great guy, or they want you to say something that's they, they talk to you until you said something that's stupid enough that they can use. And uh, if you're not totally on your game, you'll say something stupid. And like I said, I said that was a good time. I shouldn't have said that. And I corrected myself. I said, I don't mean it is a good time, like in the sense of entertainment. I mean that we could have had the rally fully done if they let me go out there and perform in front of those people. And that's what I, I really like doing. Sure, I think, in the tradition of the founding fathers in Boston. Of course. I want a banner with them. I want to see who the better man is, me or them. And anyone who cares to join me. We know there's no violence there, at least not yet. There's no violence there. And I, I go out there to do battle with these monkeys, and I'm going to win. And they know that. I think. Uh, what but about my, my this, point uh, is, let, but, but let listen, her, here, here's the point. So they, they kind of forestalled it. I was going to banner with them for a while, get going, and then, you know, then, then, then I'll give my speech. You know, I just driven. I want to, I'm not feeling that groovy when I'm getting out of the car and, you know, whatever, and I'm tired. I don't, don't got to work yourself and, and get up into the spirit of this thing. Well, they wouldn't let it evolve. They aborted it for me. Hal Turner did a very good speech, and I, I was glad. He, he's a natural at that. I mean, he spoke out of his heart and virtually flawlessly, if you saw it. Uh, and uh, and and that was fantastic. But, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very sad that I didn't get to deliver my speech and that I didn't get to meet the people who took the time to come up who I hadn't met before. But I oh. felt I had to do that because it was in line with what I said I was going to do. And and I didn't you know, know Alex- it was going to happen so. You got this whole thing going from the beginning. I remember you were so incensed at it when we first brought it up and when we talked about it on Goyfire. And uh, you said this is the kind of thing that should not go unnoticed. And uh, Greg, it, it's enough to bring that. down the government. It can bring down the I government. I understand. And they fucking and, know it, too. They know. And in light of that, Alex, 
I know people have been begging you to write a book for years. You know, this would not be a, a, a subject that would be lost on history if you were to cover this from your angle. I don't know if you'd be willing to consider it, but since you began I, it all anyway, I, it w- I'm thinking of some different things, Craig. Some, uh, mm-hmm. some, I have, I have some ideas in mind, and right now I'm thinking good, about the good. cord stuff and what all's involved there. But believe me, that's one, that's one potential, mm-hmm. if not a nonfiction, then a fiction book. But mm-hmm. I, I wanted to say, I wanted to complete. He just said about the national media. My point is the AP only covered this on the Monday before the crime, and it was very defensive. It's like, oh, we've been talking about this all along. Well, no, that's not true. Great- I chronicled the links. I know when they began mm-hmm. to talk about it. I know. Well, the it's point is they ran a couple little stories, but no. See, newspapers, like I've said, they're mostly made of AP in the in the in the little burgs out in the flyover, like here. Well, mm-hmm. the Kirksville paper is a perfect example. The only story they ran about. About this Shannon Christian, Chris Newsom murder was the story that Monday before the rally. I don't know what that was, probably the twentieth or something, where where they put their words in in Gary Christian's mouth, saying that oh, it's, it has nothing to do with race. We don't want the extremists using. It. Hey, the liberal media is the one using the Christians and using the murder to say that race doesn't matter when it obviously does. When this stuff goes on all the time, and I told every single reporter, I said, I said, look, look, baby doll, you know, there's a four foot Oriental. I said, do you understand? You know, they, they try to force you to say that this, is this a hate crime? And I said, look, sweetie, there's 7,000 hate crimes, so-called, a year, versus a million interracial crimes, 900,000 of which are black on white. Do, do you see the difference in weight there? We're here to, our point here is not that this is, is a unique and amazing crime. It's that this kind of shit goes on more or less all the time. 100 white women being raped a day by blacks. Tens of thousands of white men have been murdered by niggers since the civil rights that's really racially coerced integration at the hands of the Jew uh, was put into play. I I say this over and over. Every single mass media I deal deal with, they don't care. They don't care. They will not report what you say. They will characterize the motives behind the rally as they wish to. They will just say, we came here to call it a hate crime. Sure, Duncan Mansfield of the AP, he went to a bunch of leftist orgs, and I looked them up and compared them and saw who they were. It's just a big joke. It's just a big joke. You can read it on vnnforum.com. But, uh, well, Craig, there's, there are conventions in the media, as you know, and the convention of crime reporting is we only talk about niggers as victims of crime. We don't talk, so what they do is they say, well, oh, you're saying white, black on white isn't covered. What about, what about black victims of crime? Well, the black victims of crime are being victimized by other niggers. Whites aren't doing it. You know, that's their problem. And we had a particularly ageist, the point is that, yes, we are directly responsible. AP would never have written that story in the Monday before the rally. They were trying to diffuse it by putting the proper spin on it. And the CNN did about an eight-and-a-half-minute segment on it after the rally, and that would never have happened if we had not done the rally. So we at VNN, VNNforum.com, are, are the ones who brought that story to national attention. And, and by the way, a lot of the neocons... Yeah. A lot of the neocons you guys are, are, are crowing about Michelle Malkin covering it, even on Stormfront they're talking about that, as she was the first one that broke it. That takes a lot of nerve. But anyway, Malkin is yeah. married to a Jew, and she did that whole coverage, and she did not mention the upcoming rally. It was approximately a week before the rally. Now, she could have easily said some, some white activists, some white racists, she could have said anything, some, some sure. white degenerates, whatever she wanted to say as a Filipino, you know, married to a Jew. Uh, hey, she well, could have said, uh, trouble's brewing, anything, but nothing. 
Well, you know what? It continues to get played. We, this is a good example of the power of white nationalism and the Internet to force our agenda into the junk media. I mean, you know what? When you got 700 miles to drive, I spent a lot of time thinking, what is the best term for these sorry fuckers? Is it, is it bad faith media or is it junk media? And right now I'm going with junk media. You know, that's just a, a short term for Jew-controlled media. And, man, they are the, the lying sons of bitches. <laughs> they, they'll take pictures of you from the worst possible angle they can. They, and, and that's not enough. They actually go beyond that and will doctor the photos to make them look even worse. At least thanks for the one that they took at the rally. That worked out okay, even though they implied that we are tormenting and torturing the, uh, the poor Christians. Speaking of the Christians, by the way, Gary Christian, I want to make this point so it gets around on Goy Fire. Gary Christian said in that local interview in which the AP and, and, and the local media traipsed in there together to get his contrition uh, racially, that uh, he thought that the police, Mr. Sterling Owen IV, trained in Israel by Jinsa, acted too slowly right? in, in tracing down his daughter's mm -hmm. triangulation of her cell phone, and that had they got her just a few hours earlier, actually she was alive when they were searching at, at one point, and if, if the police would have cooperated and did uh, as much as they did to stop you, for example, from uh, exercising yeah. your First Amendment rights, maybe Shannon Christian would be alive. And, and Christian that, that is a good. great point. That's a great point. Where are they defending whites against these yeah. these rampaging Negroes that uh, produce 1.2 million violent crimes a yeah. year they, against that's whites? Just pull out all the stops for truth. <laughs> Why are they threatened by us? Why do they pretend that we are the problem? We are the messenger. The problem is the nigger, and the, the real problem, the root of the problem, is the Jew who created the legal, social, and media context in which the nigger flourishes. They've made an environment unsafe for whites. And if this were, like I said, if this were a one-off crime that happened one every, once every million times, we would just click our tongues and say, oh, that's sad, and move on. But the problem is this is happening all the time. Maybe not to this 99.9 degree uh, horrificity level, but, uh, <laughs> to coin a word, but, uh, but, you know, 100 rapes a day, all kinds of murders, a million violent crimes a year committed against us by these niggers, nobody talking about it. And it only gets worse because of the demographics as the colored populations grow larger the control, the intimidation, the fear grow larger in the white community. We have to stand up and protect ourselves. The cops and the government and the media are not on our side. They are our enemy. Our and a enemy. lot of this evil symbiosis is uh, media and government is based on sinecures and huge uh, cash outlays. People think that to live in that society, they must have tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars every year. And if they don't have it, they will do anything. To keep the system going, the character is uh, means nothing. A while ago, you were talking about your Revolutionary War ancestors. They don't care about that, Alex. That's just a big canard they use right. to manipulate people to go to war in Iraq. You know, kids or something. It's for democracy. It's for freedom. Mm -hmm. They don't care a one twit, one twat about that. Never have right. and never will in their entire lives. Why is and that's actually what should be taught line. in our schools? Those sort of things about heritage. But why anyway, is the thin blue line around white nationalists and not around the problem. I just not? hope there's a lawyer out there who will understand that. I expect to have some kind of a answer next week on, on whether there's someone who's willing to defend me for some kind of a reasonable price. It's clear that several of the lawyers out there are scared. And they don't want to get involved. Several? <laughs> several hundred well, I mean, thousand, I've, you mean? <laughs> I've called a number of them, and one you know one guy wants thirty, forty thousand 40000 to do it. I mean, come on, man, it's four misdemeanors. 
That's right. Um, Remember how it was with Matt Hale to get a lawyer? Well, what happened to all these knights in yeah. shining armor from the from the from the black uh, civil rights movement in the 1960s? Mm-hmm. Well, where's their uh, you know corresponding uh, uh, egalitarianism for the for whiting? It's in ridiculous. 2007. Yeah. All it's, right. it's, um, we had the initial the, uh, press spinning. Now we have the secondary wrap ups uh, by the likes of uh, Leonard Pitts Jr. writing up. The after effects of the Shannon Christian and Christian rally. The title is Oppressed Whites? Question mark. Give me a break. And it ends with the line, Cry me a river. And you can extrapolate that out to Shannon and Chris. That's what it comes out to a logical extension. It's not just us, They, they, they were white as well. I immediately extrapolated that in my own mind. That's who he's talking to. Anybody who complains about getting jacked up by niggers, uh, you know what? You're a real uh, a sorry ass. Yeah, the, the, this 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 guy is typical of uh, the the type of creature that flourishes in a, a Jewish tyranny. I mean, he's someone who would not have a job if if there were merit or any kind of standard. I mean, we could come up with two dozen people in the twinkling of an eye that can write better than he does, and he's a supposed Pulitzer Prize winning. Uh, syndicated columnist and this column crime in which crimea rivers the concluding line was reprinted all over the country in fact probably as many people heard about shannon christian through him as heard about it from the from the cnn uh, cnn story so he did help spread it nationally whether or not that was his intent but he's basically just a dumb nigger who's, who's kind of a house nigger for the for the jews and he, he doesn't realize that he is in his position for he's basically a political hack like someone in the old soviet union someone with connections in his case, he happens to be fit the right category. He's black. He can write a coherent sentence. Probably not more than 20, 30 of those people in the country. So he gets a syndicated column. It's not like he has any talent or anything. And he makes some really stupid and illogical points, which I'm going to refute in a uh, uh, BTL. Probably will be written later today. It won't take very long. What's this about your offering to debate him, Leonard Pitts? It will culminate in the the offer that, nigger, I'll debate you anytime, anywhere on on crime. And that includes that is so that is so mean, Alex. That is so mean. No, I do know you're a mean hater. Oh, it'll be mean. If you think I'm mean, you wait that debate. I'll shred that. That is really mean. If that nigger has the guts, or if any any pike out there wants to wants to put it to the test. Put up a little money and and uh, put up a location and and uh, put up a time. Let the general public in and and. Uh, well, why can't we'll you see, just we'll, get a three fifty seven? But we'll see what this public. Well, we'll see what this like any respectable nigger against a, a poor po- little white man who uh, <laughs> I believe you're a doesn't white have any Pulitzer prizes. But uh, yeah, th- th- this this kind of monkey ass shit. I mean, it's reprinted everywhere, literally from Seattle's to. Uh, Arizona to Salt Lake City to down in Florida to San Antonio everywhere reprints this idiotic pit syndicated article and this is it's we live in a it's just a goddamn tyranny there's no other way to put it I mean it's a perfectly functioning flexible system of control that provides the illusion that you have free speech but but I shattered that illusion I showed you that if you try to speak directly to the people they're going to pounce on you and pound you and for no reason other than they're threatened by what you're saying that's the remember a few doing. years ago, and we covered this one going far too. I think that uh, one, one nigger with big long dreadlocks he used to like to walk around fashionable white districts, you know, where people made a few hundred grand a year, and he'd mm-hmm. walk there at six in the morning, and, and they said, oh, he doesn't have to, you know, they'd ask him for ID and so forth, and he said, no, I don't have any, you know. Yeah. That, that was a big cause celeb with that guy. 
Yeah, he had the absolute right to do that, right? Or, or did they finally make him have ID? But the point is, sure, uh, yeah, yeah niggers can can uh, roam everywhere. And and if they ask us, for instance, if we were to go uh, flyer Knoxville, and if we were to flyer the uh, uh, whatever they call it down there, Coontown or whatever, and say, look. You, you know, 60% of overclass uh, blacks need to uh, get the 40% underclass, which is what people say is the, the figure, get them under control. Now, surely that's mm-hmm. not uh, targeting them. It's just saying that that's a class thing, right? But we want you yeah. to pull them up, pull yourselves up by the bootstraps. Uh, if we were to try that, and, and then you, I've had them tell me that when they uh, taking out TAs, they said, you know what, this is not a good neighborhood for you to be in. People suggest mm-hmm. that to you. Cops will say that. They said that to me in Kingston. Where mm-hmm. do they get off to say that to us? You know, but 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 when the converse, they can walk anywhere. And again, sure. on those streets, you could see that. And another thing, Alex, please, I want to make this point. They brought them. I don't know if you saw that video. The cops was just in there like some little uh, fairy tale with a gooseling mother gooseling or mother duck. He's mm-hmm. uh, shooing those guys, you know, letting, letting the gate open. And he brought them over to the side where Hal had just spoken or was in the process of speaking. Let a whole gaggle of men there. It was just hilarious. Like they were just a little covey of quail or something. Come on in, kids. And then and shoot you know, them all out. Let, let them stand there for, you know, a minute or so. And this is to provoke a, a confrontation, in my opinion. I think it's a federal tactic. They did the same thing in Topeka. We were both there. Hey, you know that's that. That's exactly what I was going to say, Craig. Describe yeah. what we saw. And, uh, understand that my unwillingness, no, my refusal to file for a permit or get a permit for this rally was born of my experience, which was shared with you in Topeka. Explain how what they did over there. It was even more egregious over well, there. Well, you were giving a speech. Several people gave a speech. Uh, Billy Roper did. Pastor Butler, uh, a, a, a Polish guy from Montana, gave a very good speech. And uh, there was this uh, Swiss filmmaker who finally made a movie out of it. So we were separated, just as you were there, too. By In this case, it was a small road and a park with orange fencing. It was orange there, too, as I recall, uh, vinylized. And, and they had the antis on yeah. one side. And then all of a sudden... In the midst of our legal, we were not past our limit. Of, we hadn't violated any rules or anything. And uh, they led a whole group of them, the, the entire group of antis, any of them who wanted to come. I would say there are probably at least 60. And uh, mm-hmm. they just, the cops, and they faced us uh, for the longest while as if, uh, as if to say, yeah, we dare you to come through here and, and, and uh, attack these people. But it was mm-hmm. more likely the other was uh, other was going to occur. But I think that their goal is to get anybody to start anything. And then as soon as it starts, then they jump on the, the rightists and say, these right these right-wingers started this trouble, these haters. And mm-hmm. so we had, to, we had to arrest a lot of them. There were a few on the other side, but they were just trying to defend themselves. I really sincerely believe it's a federal tactic. I don't know if this Jinsa taught it in Israel to uh, Mr. Sterling Owen IV, ex-FBI supervisory agent and undercover agent for a year and a half. Did I you do dig not- that up, that he was in fact trained over there? Yes, he was trained in Jinsa, and I, not only that, but every FBI agent. What is Craig? Not everybody knows what Jinsa oh, is. You know, I have to look up the acronym, but it's uh, for, for Joint Security. For yeah, uh, National it's security run by an American. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. It's run by an American on the East Coast. But it's an overtly Jewish organization, right? Exactly. It's, it's kind of like a militaristic arm of uh, APEC, but with a... Connections deep within the Israeli government, so they fly There's Americans over there. Institute for National Security Affairs, and there it's, it's very recently Stop. set up, right? It's yet another Jewish power organization that's indoctrinating and training cops. And I know that Sterling Owen has a background in the FBI, mm-hmm. and we know what that means—ADL training. Although I believe his his specific background was not so much in civil rights 
uh, crap, like the the one division of the FBI, it was more in uh, more traditional areas of police enforcement. But nevertheless, well, he's, he's in his mid fifties. He would have had to go through that ADL training at some point. Uh, you know, they yeah. have to send him back to school if he didn't originally graduate from it. And a lot of people don't believe us when we say that that the ADL, which has been convicted of a felony for stealing citizens' records with an investigator as their operative in San Francisco and Los Angeles, has been convicted of a felony. That's the, besides all the Mo Dalits or, or whatever it was, a murder incorporated to honors they gave that fellow. But why the is a private religious... Pornographers right. over the years. In- yes, that too. Why is a religious organization involved in training our federal police force? Where in the world do they get off with that? Uh, and the Americans just placidly take it. And you know, Every day that all of you people out there who have good jobs and money and, and power, at least within your local community, every day you ignore this, uh, you're signing your, your families and your descendants a death warrant because it's only going to get worse. This is just the, you know, this is the playtime fun beginning. There, there are going to be so many cases like that. We, we see it all over the United States. Getting back to these two uh, clowns, Leonard Pitts Jr. and Earl Afari Hutchinson... Yeah, he's another syndicated communist monkey who's written a couple books and is fairly well known. He actually, he actually, I'll give him credit. He, he, in his article, cited some of the great disparities in the crime stats in terms of interracial crimes, where where so far no one else has done that except white nationalists. I have not been able to get one so-called. I have not been able to get one junk media writer or TV talking head to mention what really animates us, which is the, the fact that our race is under assault by the blacks, the Jews who set up the civil rights dictatorship, sick on us. Not one will report yeah. the facts about interracial crime. Ofari at least mentions them in his column. Yeah, we want the but, same uh, comfort zone, fraternization with our own people, which we understand and are deep within our brains, just as all peoples do. Let, let me read just a little. At least he... he, he at least shows, and I have written to this guy before. He thought I was joking when I just I'm, I made a point to something he'd said that he couldn't refute. So he pretended he didn't know what I was saying. But uh, that was months ago. Yeah, in the past, okay. Yeah, blah blah blah. He says a lot of the usual garbage. He says. However, the gruesome murder of Christian and Newsom does cast a troubling glare on an aspect of violent crime in America that isn't much talked about beyond the rants of white extremists. Okay, first of all, we're not extremists if we're talking about a great and ongoing problem that no one else will. We are the normal. We're the mainstream. The extremists are the people who force the races together, knowing it will result in the genocide of one of the races. And that was precisely what the Jews intended, and they knew it was the inevitable and intended consequence of coerced integration. So it is born exactly the fruit they wanted. But uh, anyway, the, the nig goes on. The gruesome murder of Christian Newsom does cast a troubling glare on an aspect of violent crime in America. Well, there's crime that isn't much talked about beyond the rants of white extremists, and that's that whites are far more likely to be the victims and blacks their assailants in interracial crimes than the other way around. Yeah, bingo. Bingo. This nigger hit it on the head. That's why we held the rally. To talk about that fact and put it in the context of Jewish dictatorship over america jews set up the system that's getting these white kids killed that's the fucking point not whether it's a hate crime all right but 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 alex this guy had the temerity however to write a book t- 
titled, quote, The Assassination of the Black Male Image, unquote. Well, I'm not saying he hasn't done a lot of ridiculous things or that most of what he says is wrong. I'm saying this is the first acknowledgement I've seen of our main point. So that whites are the victims of these interracial crimes in huge numbers. I mean, the 40,000 to zero in interracial rapes each year, and that's not even counting the ones that aren't reported. Come on, Alex. Hey. What about the benefits of diversity? Come on, there's got to be something. And hey, he says some in the poetic. past five years, according to FBI figures, on average, there are about one million and a half to two million racial crossover crimes in the country. So, see, it's even worse than what I've been saying. I've been saying, like, one million, and, and you know, 90% of them are black and white. Well, it's probably more like two million. And, you know, 1.8 million of them are, are black on white. So whites are the victims of millions of violent crimes at the hands of niggers millions. each year. Millions. Listen to this. As corporate America gets to promote uh, hip-hop with all its urgings to gangsterism, which all these young blacks subscribe to, virtually all. I mean, there might be 1% or something in university that don't, and even they're sympathetic to it. Uh on the one hand, they get to urge people to that and to violence and, and to be a bad gangster. And uh, on, the, on the other hand, they get to uh, report lies and make tens of million dollars on the other side, vis-a-vis uh, -vis CBS, for example, which is Murray Rothstein-owned, just as MTV is. So just imagine, on both sides, they're playing almost both sides against the middle, and the middle is, is us, and even as they urge us to shrink uh, numerically, mm -hmm. it's quite something. And and what do you you know like you said you know what do you think these uh, these niggers as they repeatedly rape Shannon Christian over a period of hours what do you think they were saying to her mm. you know and 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 what do you think about a Jewish media that puts out the the idea that uh, white girls are incredibly attracted to to niggers you know what effect does that have on the eighty five IQ nigger mind okay you desirable. Call no, 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 they're, they're desirable you people who I'll tell you what you local media there. And you national media and you Jew-controlled media, you are grooming these white girls to be raped. And we'll never forgive you for that. And you do deserve to be the victims of violence for that grooming. You do deserve to be replaced, however it has to be Organized brought Organized violence. You are evil. Evil. And you, Sterling Owen, who cover up for this crap, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You ought to act like a man and let people speak and tell the truth about what's going on, even if it affects your salary a little bit. These people have no shame. They're embarrassed. Well, 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 putting the microscope on these one million crimes committed yearly, at least one million, it's probably about two million, as you stated, Alex. One and a half, well, Ofari says one and a half million to two million. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, these are, these are FBI, Department of Justice figures are the FBI figures. They come from the, the local cops around the country, most of whom comply and send in the figures, so... You can bet there's at least that much, and there's also a good deal more unreported. You can also bet that, as always, they tilted against whites by putting some of the crimes committed against whites in one category and, and, and calling people white who aren't white. So, All right, well, turning the microscope on this phenomenon in the qual, we have here in Virginia Beach uh, a gruesome murder uh, of one Angela Spain, age six, 27, white woman by a Negro by the name of Harris Her or Harrison Harrison told police that he just floats without any permanent residence was a fugitive from justice in June 2006 when he was returned to Georgia according to a clerk in the Virginia Beach General District Court 
In Georgia, Harrison was convicted of making terrorist threats and an assault in 1999. In 2001, he was convicted of aggravated assault. In 2000, he was convicted in New York of an unspecified violent felony, according to court papers. He was on probation at the time of his arrest, May 24th. She had a five-year-old daughter, yeah, and she was kidnapped, too, just as uh, Shannon was. There are six Google stories on this in the whole United States, Alex. Six. Two on a blog and four right now on Google News. She's just another loser in the daily death lottery that is a coerced integration. Lottery uh, produced by the Jews. You know, hey, you get, you get raped and killed. Sorry, we won't talk about it. Just a cost of doing business. Diversity is good for Jews. We don't care if it gets white people killed and raped. We're going to keep that out of the news, and we're going to call anyone who speaks about it a dangerous extremist. The dangerous extremist folks are in control of the country right now. We are the normals. We are the mainstream. We are the good guys. We represent what the people actually believe. We don't want open borders. We want niggers kept in Nigtown, at least until they can be gotten back to Africa. We are the good guys, and we are the normals. Not the Jews running this system or their tools. We propagate their lies. And we have their cops attack people who are telling you the truth. We are the good guys. Yeah, well, here's what the non-good guys are saying. They will not say how Angela Spain died. And what that means, uh, just as it did uh, with that uh, Dickerson girl up there in Eastern Michigan University, uh, what it means to me and what it means in the case of Shannon Christian, it means it was horribly gory and uh, macabre and uh, right out of Edgar Allan Poe or something worse. It's worse right out of Africa. Let's put it that way, out of Africa. Probably a torture-rape murder. So Virginia Beach, just yet another, it was last week we were reporting that illegal aliens killed two white girls in their prime breeding years uh, due to uh, the oversights made there by the Jewish mayor. Uh, I believe that was in Trashmore. So yeah, this is what it looks like under a microscope. As you said, Jane, six Google hits. Uh, do we have to make another uh, and Chris Newsom, Channing Christian event out of this we, murder? Is it just yeah. going to go? You know what? We've we've shown we can do it if we decide we're going to do it. We, we, yeah, we you know we haven't even really. Uh, we're going to bring the Knoxville and all these these subsequent stories till we're done today. But look, one of the signs that I had made had a list of a bunch of other white victims of this type of crime. These are all people that you've only heard about through New Nation or through uh, William Pierce's Al. broadcast but or from VNN itself, but, but from nowhere else, or from Hal Turner, or from nowhere else. And this is just how it is. We have to make our own media. You people have to understand there is a solution to this. This stuff it, it is not something that we can't do anything about. There is no. It is not random. It is not meaningless. This is what I was going to talk about in my speech. I was going to say there are all these scripted responses when these kind of tragedies happen, but but they're scripted to prevent you from understanding what's going on so that you can do something about it. That's why we're here today in Knoxville. Understand, this is what's going on. The people controlling our country have set up a policy that mixes us with these niggers. The niggers rape, torture, murder, steal, kill us, and nobody talks about it. We all just pretend it's not happening. We hope that tomorrow... The lottery doesn't choose us. If you remember that old story by, I think, Shirley Jackson, the lottery, where they, they pick someone and so We hope that the daily death lottery that is being mixed in with niggers, we hope that our own kind doesn't get killed. And then if they do, I guess we just go out to their cemetery every day. I just, we yeah, guess but we the, just, that race has nothing to do with it. 
Well, the erosion, you know, though, is as steady as, as water on granite, Alex. Mm-hmm. The erosion mm-hmm. in, in other levels. We've, we've covered this many times, but the uh, taking away of our institutions as being controlled by us, where we pretend that people like Leonard Pitts are as accomplished as, accomplished as, as whites, that's just not so. We're murdered so. by niggers, and it's covered up by the Jews and the media, and if we raise a stink, then we're mocked and we're set on by the cops. The very cops who won't do a damn thing about these niggers, and, and, and who are trained and indoctrinated by the Jews who created this evil tyranny in the first place. That's what we resist. That's what we want good white men to come together. It's time to overthrow this tyranny. And that's what they fear, and that's why they stick those cops out there, because we are the normals. Not the people who dance around in bras and, and hop up and down and play banjos and act like idiots. Not the niggers that they're stupidly defending. We are the good guys. And if we don't defend ourselves, these, these other clowns, these tools, these hirelings, these political police, they sure aren't going to do it. They're going to clamp down on us to secure their pensions and their salaries and their benefits. But we have a better way, and you've got to join us. And we're going to keep the heat on in this case. This, the, these niggers aren't going to go up for trial for another year. We keep the heat on. Maybe we'll have another rally next year. Maybe, maybe we'll have a rally in the fall of this year. Who's to say what we'll do? Knoxville is a lovely place. Yeah, I, I know Craig with, a, with an eye for the ladies. Knoxville is a... There are lots of fine-looking women in Knoxville, let me tell you. And, well, now uh, I'm, now I'm just worried, worried for them uh, in the same way as Shannon Christian. You know, when you're well, my sure. age, these are like... They're just like children, you know. They're, they're, mm-hmm. She's a young woman, sure, and she was blossoming, but... Uh, and they're, they're taught by, by Jewish uh, media culture to believe the most inane, insane things that aren't true. They, they should have strong white young men who have been counseled by other older white men, and, and our whole uh, culture should be intact. And we're under assault every single day and every single hour of the day. We can't even gather a media together, for example, until recently we've begun to do that. But, uh, but these young people could be inculcated. Here. Yes, we have, but we've proved there's our so many young here. people. Craig, let me, let me, what we need to do, we need to keep having rallies. We need to get over our personalities and work with anyone who will work with us, do the right thing, and, and over, get, get rid of the ego. Once you get rid of the, the ego, a lot can be accomplished. And keep holding rallies and keep drawing more and more people in and let them see. And there's a lot, uh, I, I've mentioned on one of our shows, uh, the guy who do, used to do Little Geneva, now renamed, I think, Spirit Water Bloods, something like that. Uh, Fire Spirit Water. Christ, I can't remember it. But he wrote about how, you know, just the effect of going to the rally can change your mind about things. Just because there's so many things that you can't really perceive when there's words alone. And you can kind of get a flavor from Google and, and, and the video stuff and from Pod Blank. Uh, but if you really go there and see what it's like to have cops surrounding you and be roped off and having helicopters fly overhead. When all you're doing is saying the kind of stuff we're saying here today on Goyfire, you, you begin to get a sense of the reality of America as opposed to the uh, the marketing materials. The marketing brochure says we're a land of the free and the brave. The fact is it's a land of cowards who are, who are submitting abjectly to tyranny. Alex Jones has done a lot about this. You know, uh, There's towns in the south, right, not far from Knoxville, where the federal government has gone in and run 
training missions and they tell every single town they arrive in oh first time we've done this you're the first town and of course the town fathers are all honored and they say well we're sure glad you're here uh, you know we're going to cater to you and we're going to our businesses are really glad to do business with you anything we can do to help and meanwhile what they do is they run mock door-to-door uh, weapon confiscations for emergencies and mm-hmm. Alex Jones has long videos on YouTube. We have them on Podblanc, too. And it's just, it's frightening the levels to which Americans will, will pretend. And Europeans have no pretenses. Uh, they don't believe that uh, poppycock, that Americans are so free. Uh, oh, well, correct. We, we do have know, the First Amendment. You know, we're free in that sense, still. We have formal legal freedom, but it, it's obviously constrained pretty narrowly by cops if you try to talk in public. And what we well, found sure. on the internet is, oh, the Jews are free to go around and get us kicked off of servers. So, you know, freedom of the press, yeah, sort of, sort of. Try to exercise it in public and see what happens to you. Now, the, what was I going to say? Well, you know, I went over to uh, Chipman Street, and I've got a digital camera. I've had it for some time, and now I finally kind of learned how to work it. So I got some shots of Shannon Christian's grave. I got some shots of the cemetery in Newsom's, and I could not locate his grave and the, and the, the, the home was shut down because it was later it was getting toward the gloaming the twilight and uh, but I got some shots there and I went also er, earlier I went over to Chipman to see the the crime scene it was kind of funny there were uh, I took some shots along the street and it's it's uh, eh, kind of run down parole housing it didn't even seem to me particularly black I didn't see any blacks but but clearly there are some blacks around there but a couple women were in the house at 2316, and they were absolutely delighted to be living there. And they came out, and I talked to them for a while. And they are like, yeah, we came from Union County. It's a bunch of rednecks up there in trailer parks and uh, all kinds of people ODing. And, and they were just, oh, we had our eye on this house for years. And then they saw it was involved in the crime, and they, they raced down the, the minute the feds were finally done with it. And bingo, they got their prize. Uh, it's hard to see what's... It's, I mean, I, I almost was like looking behind me like... uh uh, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a shrimpy little house. I'm like, I can see how you like it. It's kind of tucked out of the way. See, what it is, is it, it's kind of right next to, there's some railroad tracks there, and there's weeds all up around. You can see the nigger's thought process, basically. Yeah, you the famous the railroad track. tracks, Juan, what's his name, talked about. Yeah. And tried to lie. They, 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 another black on the story. Yeah, well, yes. it's, just a, it's just a little shrimpy little house, but it's... Yeah. Kind of next to I don't know what it is. There's there's a couple little trucking firms. You know, it's there's a rail there's a railway. There's a couple little trucking firms. There's like city county type dump or recycling type thing. And then there's just you know little small little lower middle class housing. And it is kind of tucked away and nice. And you could you could see how they like kind of the privacy. But uh, you know, I took one shot of a house up the street just because of it. it was kind of funny. And and so. Well, I'm talking to them, an old guy comes up, and he's kind of looking, and, and they're like, is he with you? I'm like, I don't know, uh, but I'm going to say something to him. And finally he came over, he's like, well, I saw you were taking a picture of that house, and uh, I just want to know why. <laughs> I said, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just... Well, where, where's this. the orange vinyl fence? Maybe he's got a parcel from yeah. early on the 4th. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, so I you said, know, you know, I'm just taking shots of the, the crime scene in the street. I want to give people a general impression of it, and mitigated his fears but but I, I said is it you know is there anything about this crime or anything you you want to say or or you want to uh you want to tie anything that's been covered up no no you, you know this what's the matter for law enforcement and this is an older guy probably about 60 you know that's you know race racism you know and he's just a representative of america they will not say anything about race they will not draw any conclusion they're afraid to 
they're simply afraid. Well, they've been lobotomized to... by the poor media and government, as, as mm-hmm. we just say over and over and over. You know, in a lot of states, they have to warn people when there have been when there's been a suicide. It's in real estate law. You have mm-hmm. to tell them if there's been a murder in a house or, or you know, if Craig. And, and so these, these women these don't women care. Imagine the sensibility. Delighted. Yeah. No, Craig. They weren't even. They weren't even not bothered. They were delighted to be in that house. Yeah. They were happy. I had my eye on this house for years. The mother told me. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> just a big boon that there was a, a double murder in there, and, and and now it's famous, and she gets to have visitors all the well, time. I got, I was taking pictures, oh. and I'm like, what the f-? I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, it's a plastic thing, and it's, she's got a whole bunch of dolls on it. And, and you know, she actually didn't come out in response to my taking pictures. She just happened to come out, and we we started started talking. But I'm like, oh. I said, I thought this is a house, and then I see this, this thing full of dolls in there, and I'm kind of going, uh... And I have this picture, and I'll be posting it when I write my article, but... Uh, but yeah, they were, they were happy to be out up, in county. You should have hooked up with there. a 60-year-old guy. Maybe you could have played matchmaker. It sounded like they are perfect fucking he was right. They, he was right there. Maybe they know each other, or maybe not. I don't know, but... Uh, well, uh, the, the vapidness of the United States, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I well, tell see, you. The, I tried to get these two women. They, they didn't want to be in a photograph, which is unfortunate. They were both smoking a cigarette, and sitting there in their dream house and it would have been it would have been nice but i got the house anyway and i got the the old guy's house up the street it, it, it you see what it is and you can see how the niggers were thinking when they dragged you know they dragged the guy off and, and dumped him along the railroad tracks but so i did all that and then i, I wound up uh, tony and i i printed up a uh, flyer we revised the one and we wrapped that around i had about 400 papers left over from our various issues and uh, uh, we wrapped the flyer around those, and then my last thing, I drove up the halls, which is kind of the area where, where Christian's parents live, and I came across Beaver Dam, Valley Church. That's where they had the big memorial for her. And I drove up and down those streets and put out all those papers. Good. And that's then great. I, I spent back like money to Christian. So it was a damn busy day on Tuesday, and that's that's what I'm going to be writing about. And, and I just... You know what? There, there's something in the bottom of this crime, and it was just the look in the girl's eye when I knelt up by the grave, and, and she just kind of turned her head back, and you could see the real deep pain. And they told me, they are like, uh, I'm like, I bet she had, oh, she had hundreds of friends. This girl was really, really loved by a lot of people, is what it appears to me. And the pain felt is real, and damn it, there is a greater meaning. And and the media is going to lie and spin, and they're going to put words in the mouths of the parents, whatever. You know what? That's where political leadership comes in, and that's our job is to explain the deeper meaning of this. And I'm sorry, girls, but there is a deeper meaning to this. Yeah, well, it's, it's that metaphysical. D- it's not uh, teenage girls' job to understand the politics of the situation. It's adult white yeah. males' job to understand what's going on here, and that falls to our lot. And that's what we're going to do with with all due respect to the the victims the victims' families, and the victims' friends. And we'll keep doing it. And, and I hope all other parties in white nationalism, and, and even you conservatives who are waking up, and you, the more courage that we show, the farther ahead we get on this stuff by pointing out the deeper meaning of it, which is the Jewish connection. The Jews created the system. that The Jews and the, and, and the white liberals and the appeasers who, who tool for them created the system that allows this kind of thing to happen, that makes it an inevitable consequence, an intended consequence of the system. And we have to keep hammering that, not getting distracted in was this a hate crime or not. Hate crime is just bullshit Jewish construct. Don't worry about hate crime. It's the system that created this and continues to facilitate the commission of this kind of crime because it lets these niggers go. 
It lets, it, it, even when these niggers commit these crimes, they get right back out. All these fucking niggers are criminals. Eric uh, Boyd, he's one of the lesser guilty, like accessory. They're hardly even charging him with anything. He's a fucking multi-criminal, multi-time criminal. Well, Latalvis and Lamarcus, and pardon me, I've been saying Lamaricus because that's how it's spelled, but you know how niggers are. They just throw in whatever letter they feel like. it. Uh, the local station, at least, was calling him Lamarcus. So Lamarcus and Latalvis, these, these are, uh, you know arrested for aggressive uh for stick-ups for armed robberies and they're getting loose they're getting let free time after time after time and look at who the system comes down on it accuses me of assaulting the cops when i'm holding a goddamn board how did i assault the cops my third hand i mean it you know i'm assaulting the cops and, and, and resisting arrest and vandalizing and gee there's lots of lots of trumped up charges for me but there's not so much interest in convicting these fucking niggers no, the federal prosecutor let, her, let him off from carjacking even, which is a punishable by death. I read the statute. We put the statute on VNInform.com. You know, and, and it's even wrong to call it a carjacking because that puts emphasis on the car. It's a fucking kidnapping. And, and no, they, but they, you know, they, could, they could have got him in two courts. They could have tried him for murder. They left, they, they left the car in a couple hours. They didn't, they didn't want the fucking car. And no. all the people... The story put out among Shannon's friends is, oh, you know, it was because they had nice stuff, and that's what they wanted, and, and, and blah, blah, blah. Well, read Pitts' article. I mean, the niggers have, they hate whites. They think that niggers inherently believe not, they say whites enjoy yeah, better privileged. prosperity than, than blacks they do. They earned it. The whites earned it, and that's what the blacks don't understand or will never admit. So they think that everything that we have is because the government favors us because we control the government, when in fact we don't. They have an artificially high standard of living because we allowed them to live among us, and because the Jews have taken over the government and give them a, given them a percentage of our salaries taken out of our taxes. So that, that's the reason that, that someone like Pitts is, has a nice upper-middle-class income, because he is artificially elevated by a Jewish uh, dictatorship. In a real world, people who are confident at writing would have his job, and he'd be, uh, he'd be there with a mop and a bucket. Alex and I don't say Shannon was privileged to work at some part-time job or in every, you know, free moment she had to pay for the college tuition that she had to pay for to be indoctrinated in this Jewish system. She was mm. privileged. Sure. Well, and we are the only ones who can stand against this. And what we've proved by this rally is that we can force whatever we want onto the national agenda. And they're going to have to deal with it if we act as one and we move forward. And and we need we're going to need to coalesce in some kind of a white organization, a white ADL, as I've said, or Aryan Defense League, uh, to, to there, make more still the, things formalized and regular. The greater and longer term problem, and one which has made whites such as those in Knoxville you met uh, be resigned, is is that they think. We're all thrown in here together. That's the end of it. We have to make the best of a bad situation, even though they won't call. Even though they won't call it a bad situation. In other words, they haven't come to the point yet, and it takes a great lot of shocks in life to come to the point to where you say we're going to have a whole. New, we're going to check it all. It's like a phoenix rising. You stay in your areas. We'll stay in ours. I'm not talking about the others. One side of Knoxville and the other. I mean whole regions. And uh, this is the ultimate. A lot of people will not yet come to that realization, and well, they probably Craig, won't before it's like South Africa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We we can. And, uh, another thing that I like to tell, I told the little Chinese gal, and I tell all the media people I talk to, before coerced integration in the mid '60s, interracial rape was at equal levels, and it was 
pretty much non-existent. About three percent of the rapes of each group were on members of the other committed by one race were against another the other race. And remember, back then America was ninety percent white and about ten percent descendants of Africans who were brought here by Jews as slaves, right? And so three three percent of the African rapes were on whites, three percent of the white rapes were on blacks. So there wasn't really a problem because we were free and in our separate communities. That's what freedom means. It means free to associate with who you want. The Jews replaced that freedom, a real civil right, with bogus civil rights, uh, only called civil rights because they control the media and they determine what terms are used. And their civil rights meant coerced racial integration, where you're forced to associate with people who rape and murder you. And we get an endless stream of commercials and public service announcements on TV telling us that discrimination is not only morally wrong, it's against the law. And all these evil white people who don't want to rent to felonious Nasty niggers are evil and should be reported, although they're, they're not called felonious nasty niggers. They're, they're put across as so many Cosbys who are, who are very much like upper-middle-class whites, even though virtually no niggers are actually like that, only on TV. So this is the system labor under. And like I said, we need to be making our own public service announcements where we warn white girls against uh, about niggers. You know, think about it. Every time that someone dies a tragic death in America... You know, we come up with Amber's Law or Megan's Law or something like that. How about a Shannon's Law? Like, we need to set up a foundation to warn white girls about the dangers posed by niggers and by muds. That would be a really cool thing for, the, for Christian's parents to set up. Hey, you know, before, before my daughter was raped and murdered by niggers, I didn't know that, that blacks were raping 100 white women a day. I didn't know that blacks were raping 40,000 white girls a day. And I'm outraged. And that's going to be my cause. To warn white girls that that niggers are raping you around the clock, and the Jew-controlled media won't talk about it. They just pretend it doesn't happen. And when it does, it stays within the five miles of the victim's home. We have a candlelight vigil. We bemoan, oh, man's inhumanity to man, or the meaninglessness of it all, or do anything but focus on the problem and how we can solve it. Like I say, it's a beautiful thing. Not all problems have solutions. This one does. This one does. And the solution is no Jews, just right. Get rid of the Jews who control our government, and we will be able to deal with the niggers, and we'll be able to live in freedom, peace, and sanity instead of the deteriorating to third world conditions we find in America today. As I have personally experienced, I would like to shout louder, but my fucking chest hurts from being thumped on by the the cops trying to deny me my First Amendment rights. You know? Kind of sucks. I don't like it. I don't like being attacked or assaulted when I've done nothing to merit it. Yeah, well, we have also in the news uh, David Lane's passing. David Lane was, uh, well, believed that the survival of the white race is of paramount importance. He also believed that Christianity is problematic to the white race because it is a product of non-white Jews and is anti-nature. Similarly, he believed that completely white nations are necessary to eliminate miscegenation, which he believed is a threat. He considered white people who supported what he viewed as Zionist conspiracy to be race traitors. Uh, David Lane died in prison. Uh, on May 28, 2007. In, in prison, he spent a lot of time learning and mm-hmm. uh, influenced a lot of people from, from several decades in prison. And uh, actually, he even revived Hitler's original 
a concept of uh, the importance of race and the survival of our race. He, he extracted the 14 words from Mein Kampf, or sl- slightly revised Hitler's words. That's well known, and uh, he did a great job of that. He was in prison for quite a number of years, wasn't he? Uh, he was serving a 190-year consecutive life sentence for racketeering, conspiracy, and the violation of the civil rights of radio talk show host Alan Burr. And if he was letal this lane, he probably would have been out in about uh, three, four years, back on the street murdering people, raping them, and what have you. Anyway, I know that we uh, had some differences with him. He did not like our working with Rounder, and of course we will not apologize for that. We are absolutely right. Rounder is a man of good character. In fact, he hid David Lane out when he was on the run at at the (laughs) risk of basically leaving his family of five kids without a father. So Lane was wrong about that, and we were right. But I think Lane did do some good, as Craig indicated, and... uh, I know that April Gade, who was interviewed by Mark and Callie on Free Talk Live last night, is creating a unique memorial for him uh, involving his ashes uh, divided up in, in pyramids. And uh, you can find her at the uh, the Prussian Blue site, and I'm sure it's talked about on vnnforum.com also. We, we salute uh, Lane's willingness to fight back against a tyrannical system. I would like to say one thing about... When he was young, if, if I'm not mistaken, I know Bob Matthews did, and I believe that uh, David Lane was famous for this this too, and that was when they were young men, as a lot of you listening are now, they would make flyers, as we talk about a lot, as the National Alliance did, and, and they spent a lot of serious effort with flyers, which was uh, how the country first got, got started uh, with Sam Adams and the Sons of Liberty, uh, just a printed word. And the media is a little more sophisticated now, and... When they started, they didn't have the internet when David Lane started, but uh, they were still the same age as a lot of young men listening now in their late 20s, early 30s, a lot of them. So you yeah, can do it too. You, you can not only get our papers, you can print your own flyers, make it a one-pager and put in your own text and wrap that around the paper. So we had it wrapped, Tony and I wrapped these so that the very top, the first thing you would see when you saw the paper tightly coiled was a uh, hush crimes exposed. So kind of a sexy, exciting, and right below that, a picture of a, of a Christian and Newsom. Lots of things you can do. Just use your imagination. And you got to dominate the scene. I mean, this is ultimately a base. It's an animal power struggle. Who's stronger? Who can intimidate the other guy? If the niggers can intimidate us, then they will rape, steal, and murder to their heart's content. You know what? And, and our foreign wars will end, and the Jews have got us into war after war after Our foreign wars will begin to end, and the white nationalist movement will truly be born when the neocons, i.e. The, the, the communist Jews dictating our foreign policy, when they and their tools are physically afraid to write the lies that produce these wars because they think there might be real physical repercussions when when that is the case yeah. we will have begun to turn the tables we we will have begun a true white resistance because right now these people lie and lie and lie because they don't think there's any price to be paid for it you know the white uh, fur fur fluence yeah they they can they can concoct their their bogus uh, data they can have all their neocon hacks 
whether Goy or Jew uh, repeat their lies and, and their bogus pretext because they don't think there's any repercussion for it. They think they can shout down or intimidate anybody who stands up against them. Well, as long as that's the case, they will get away with this stuff and they will get your kid killed. Whether it's Shannon Christian being killed here at home by a nigger or you know, your, your son being killed in, a, in Iraq uh, by, by the family of, of <laughs> by the one remaining member of a family that uh, Jews have, have, have bombed to death over there for absolutely no reason. They love bombing civilian populations that can't resist. Uh, either way, pretty much everything that happens in America is meant to advance the Jewish agenda and until they feel some physical pain for that. Nothing will change. When people start to realize the truths, the factual truths of these things we dig up, it's available information. And those are in their brain and in their souls, and they don't act upon them. That causes a lot of uh, internal problems. And everyone incrementally will feel much better about themselves the more they animate these resistances, these legal resistances, right on up yeah. to the, through the level of revolution, too, if that's what it takes. Craig, you, you know, I'm... It's difficult to talk to people when they're at a grave and, and you know, you, you can't get into politics too much when it's personal like that. But I saw, in this there girl's eyes, I saw real pain and I think I saw a little kernel of anger. And, and I thought about it a lot as I was driving around and doing my things in Knoxville and then coming back. And you know what? It, it's legitimate. Not only, Of course, the pain is legitimate and it comes unbidden, but it's legitimate to feel rage. And that rage should be legitimized. It's not about leaving little plush monkeys on the grave. It's not about candlelight vigils. You should be enraged. If you've had your people taken from you and denied their chance to carry on their, their very attractive line of people, you should feel rage, and that rage should be it's properly It's so disgusting. Channeled. First, there were mylar, tell you mylar gas with balloons on the mailboxes, and now it's plush monkeys. Craig, the American way of memorializing death is is vomit-inducing, just garish flowers and mylar balloons and and plush stuffed animals. It makes me puke. It's You know what they do over here, Alex? They go and they light candles on these people. It's another grave in the dead of winter. They'll have candles going for days. You drive by a cemetery. Yes, it is. And and this is, again, we need to all build our character and forget about these uh, money, money, money. Hallmark's probably coming up at the line for white girls raped, tortured, and murdered by niggers. There's so many of them. I wonder if they have such a thing already in South Africa. Hey, sorry your kid got spooked. You know how it goes. Man's inhumanity to man. Wrong place, wrong time. Random act, yeah. Dr. John did the song. Yeah. No, no, no. You you need to be angry about this. And and that anger must lead you to understand what happened here. What truly the, The true deeper meaning of what happened here. And the, the deeper meaning is that you're living in a rotten system that intended that to happen. And you know it intended it to happen because it happens so goddamn many times, and every time it happens, the system refuses to talk about it. So the, the, there's bad faith there. There's bad faith among the white liberals, and there's evil, just plain, flat evil, exuding from every pore of the goddamn Jews who set the system up. Until we but it's powerful evil, so people count out to it. They're afraid. They're afraid they need to be inspired with strength. Yeah, we don't need just justice in this case. We need futurity. We need a future. That's a good uh, word. Without this type of horror, uh, we need a completely new system. We need to overthrow the, the, the clowns who set the system up. We need to describe them for what they are, and we need to cashier them. We need to get rid of them. 
Justice you, isn't enough. It's not enough. Yeah, they, I mean, we, we're at a point now where the, the DA can publicly dither about should they get the death penalty? I don't know. He can't make up his mind whether these niggers should even get the death penalty. He can't make up his mind. Think about that. How fast yeah. do you think that, that, that asshole would have gone for the death penalty if whites had done this to blacks? He would have announced it, but, you know, the next day after they caught the white perpetrators, he would have said that. You saw well, how my, fast I, if, if, if whites too. incrementally make their anger known one way or the other. I'll tell you what, Craig, it's building up right now. It's on the Internet it's, and it's, it's hitting the streets more and more. I tell you, one day there will be, if you in the system don't reform, and I don't believe you will reform, you are going to be, eventually, you're going to be dealt with by people who you've left no other way to deal with. Than you know, there, there, there are guys in this movement, a, a lot of guys have a, yeah, a lot of these guys have an interest in history, Alex. I wanted to say Billy Roper has a degree in history. I hope uh, I don't think Heimdall will mind my saying that, that that he does as well, and he's a, a really good uh, movie maker. He made Eat Your Gun Cop. He makes a lot of truth propaganda that makes people sit up and notice. It affects their senses, and uh, you know we're talking about reality. We're not talking about the sports game. You know, the Bucks or the Coons won the won the basketball day, game today. It's very serious business. It's the future of of, of life. Of, of the most well, if, if they, can, if they can be physically violent to me for exercising my legal rights, then what's to stop me from being physically violent to them for, for infringing those rights? That's okay? right. If you're not going to protect our face and our people, then you, you have forfeited your right to, uh, to lead. I mean, you're, you're saying that you're the leader and you're letting this stuff go on and you're denouncing me, you know, uniformly, you, the cops, and you, the media, are calling me a hater and extremist for explaining what allowed this crime to occur. All the and Mexican you, invasion, okay. all those sex criminals, they do the same thing with that. Well, we're haters for, for, for saying that this should not be ongoing. And all these hundreds of thousands of sex criminals, literally hundreds of thousands, they've done the studies now, they know. Uh, we're haters because we say we don't want it. It's intolerable. Yeah, well, we'll see. Time will tell who's going to pay the bigger ultimately, price. Ultimately, when you're dealing with an irrational system, a system that doesn't respond to rational argumentation, you're left only with physical recourse. I, I would agree, but it, the system is responding rationally. It's just that the system is not designed for our benefit. It's designed to allow minorities and the Jews who lead them to eat us. It's well, how's that rational? Eaten. How's that we're, rational? We're eaten. Well, it's rational from their point of view. It allows them to prey on us. It allows, look at from Leonard Pitts' point of view, it's perfectly rational. He gets well, a that's job. That's what they've taught our young people, to see things from other people's point of views. It, exactly. And we need to see it from our white point of view. From our white point of view, it's absolutely insane. What do we get out of it? We get our jobs taken uh, from us by incompetent niggers like Leonard Pitts or Earl O'Fari Hutchison. There's all kinds of white people who could write better. They'd love to have a nice upper middle class income writing a syndicated column that actually makes sense instead of what they write. Uh, we get to have our livelihoods taken from us. We get to be discriminated against. We get to be called haters and, and evil extremists. We get to be mocked in the media. We get to be raped and murdered uh, by them while, while we do nothing but you know watch football. What do they get out of it? They get everything out of this system. We get nothing out of it. 
We're crazy to tolerate this system when it gets our, our daughters and sons killed. And even when it doesn't, uh, it, we're subjected to all kinds of garbage, from hip-hop to uh, being mocked as rednecks and white trash and extremists in the media. Why do we put up with it? Because a lot of us aren't able to identify and pinpoint the source of the problem. The source you know, of the when I saw you guys in Knoxville... they got a kike-infested government, and it's run for the benefit of the kikes. They believe diversity is good for them. That means allowing nigger criminals to attack you and covering up, covering up the crimes when, the, when they result. And denounce it as extremists, anyone who persists in talking about these crimes. The system is guilty. The system needs to be smashed and destroyed. The system hates us, the messengers who talk about what's going on, more than it hates the niggers who are committing the crime. So if you try to make sense of the system from the point of view of the white man, you, you, it makes no rational sense. But then again, when you understand the system is not benefit, is, is not there to protect whites, it's there to oppress them and leave them open to predation from the minority and Jewish community, then it makes perfect sense. Right, starting with taxation. Why do you, people must be very careful of assuming that something else thinks like you or that it's set up for rational motives in, in the sense of uh, your interest. I mean, it's like public schools. Are they failing or succeeding? No, they're not failing. They're succeeding. They're intended to produce the result. Someone who has the right attitude about faggots. Whether you can do math or not, they don't care. You have to have the right attitude on every political question so that you fit into their system. That's what public schools are designed to produce. So they're not failing. People persist in thinking that other races think like we do. No, they don't. Niggers have no interest in fairness or justice. They were delighted when O.J. got off. So you think they were like you, and they, well, that's just not fair. Well, niggers don't care about them. What do they know from fairness? What does a Jew care about fairness? They care about tangible advantage. They're not on our side. They're not our people. They are not us. They are them. They are e the evil, the enemy, the other. We want separate, you know, that girl, the little, the little gook ass, what do you want? We want complete, utter political separation from the Jews and the coloreds. We don't need them. We don't need to have anything to do with them. They have nothing to offer us. All they do is take from us. They bring nothing to the table. You know, that little Asiatic in Knoxville, she has been so thoroughly trained, she does not see any kind of uh, disconnect in the fact that here she is in a black and white and, and, and Mexican country now, and uh, wh wh she's plopped in the middle of the south there. I mean, if you go to Shanghai, China, and operate as exactly. she does, uh, you know, if, if um, uh, Do I they ever bring that up? And it didn't come up. I was going to yeah. say, you know, how many how many white girls are, are, are local uh, news reporters in, in uh, Gaoxiang, China? Yeah, that's where right. you're from. You know, I mean, then they tell you, well, that's why this is such a great country. Yeah, screw you. Get the hell out of here. Oh, it's not great country. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, America's a great country. There's so many free-roaming cats and dogs. It's, it's, <laughs> you can't but look around and lick the lips. Cats and dogs and dogs. Running with a foreigner asking you questions on the. The highest levels of national security and futurity. Uh, I mean, she doesn't even catch the bizarreness of it all. And there's 10,000 yeah, Chinese we're, spies in the universities here. And, and oh, hell yeah. Nobody will talk about yeah. it. Yeah, it's no. Where's the irony? Yeah, that's right. Well, I encourage everybody to get go there. morally into shape, she was. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I can't get over this. <laughs> it, it is funny. And I never did see what report they, they, they did on that. On the, I don't know if it's, it would be up there or not still. They probably, probably did a little. podcast only in the, the They did a little one in China where there's a lot of people to see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one, one, that straight home. press in China, yeah. <laughs> 
One interesting thing I observed in the in the office of the the black internal affairs guy when I'm trying to get my papers back, he had a certificate. He was a very Christian type black, kind of like that Carol Swain, that kind of school. It appeared to me, but I'll be writing this in my article. But he had a uh, he had a certificate on the wall that he attended a seminar of like the southeastern, uh, nah, southeastern seminar on on uh, hate and bias crimes. Uh-huh. This is an internal affairs guy, yeah. so. It's a, it's a neat little system where you know whites are evil. If they try to resist being eaten, they're evil. They're they're hate criminals. They've turned against the stream. This is what's going on, man. The system the is set up to the plaque on the wall and, and eighty five thousand a year. That's sure, exactly. The system is set up to prey on white people. The system is working marvelously well for the colors and Jews. How's it working for you, white man? What do you get out of this government in this country? Not fucking much. Foreign wars, debased currency, niggers everywhere you turn, complete lack of freedom to talk about anything or to to actually do anything about it. You can't even determine who you hire or fire or who you rent your, your apartment to or, or sublet your basement to. In the land of the free, that's how it actually is. So, we encourage everybody to go out to the June 16th rally, and, and we're, we're, we're looking into putting in another one, to creating another one on our own. At least I know some people in the forum have been talking about that. That's Labor Day, so right? So, we'll see. Kind of tentatively set up for theirs, or looked at let's, it, I'd, yes? Let's make a year of heat on these guys, because the, the, these niggers aren't going to go to trial. Unlike me, who's being uh, <laughs> pushed at lightning speed. At maglev speed through the system, these niggers, you know, who, who rape and murder, why they're not even going up for trial until next year, until next next May. And, and we can follow them to whatever city they want to change the trial to. What's the big the big thing about? Oh, they might move the trial. They're going to force us to move the trial if they keep up this activity. Yeah. yeah. What do they care? Do they lose lose motel and restaurant uh, bills or what? I mean, yeah. uh, is that the cops have to jump in their air conditioned uh, Lincolns and drive drive two hundred miles or something every day? Well, every you know, three days. Huh? The only point of a trial, uh, trial is to make sure that you know that, that, that you're not convicting someone who's not guilty. When you got someone who's obviously guilty, quick justice. I mean, take him out back and shoot him. That's what it should have happened to these niggers. The, the minute they established what actually happened, they know what happened. So you know why drag it out and act like we're the problem? You know, but that's how they do it. The system has much more respect for nigger murderers than it does for a white man speaking the truth. You know what? I hope they drag it out for like four years as they did for Phil Spector, the Jew who killed the white woman. Uh, l- l- keep, let's just see. That's right. We can keep going back there over and over. I mean, it's a very good location. It's it's a few hundred miles for pretty much everybody in, in the eastern half of the country, which is where probably, God, I don't know, 90% of the population is from Kansas City over to up to boston down to down to miami i mean it's all you can get there in a half day drive it takes 12 hours for me from kirksville and pretty much everybody in the east coast uh, can get there in that amount of time or less so it's a very good location and i'll be writing up all kinds of little tips and stuff and and let's keep the heat on we've shown what we can do keep busting through remember we are the good guys we want the change we must initiate the action we must force the issue you can't sit back and passively wait it has to be you who does it and that's the beautiful thing. You can do stuff. Believe in your own agency. When your finger curls, you're, you tell your finger to curl, it curls. That means you have power over yourself. You can do 
stuff and make things different than they would be otherwise and never doubt that. And when you take control of what happens, you feel better about yourself. You feel like, yeah, I'm in charge. Even though, and, and you need to do that when we're always harping about the Jews set up the system and this is what they're doing. Yeah, that's true. At the same time, we have to fight back. We have to remove them. That's our task. They're not going to do it for us. The system is not going to treat us fairly or equally. All right? Because what I'm saying is exactly the truth. The system is set up to oppress white people. It is not a mechanical failure. It's not a matter of how we dress and how we talk. All right? It's a matter of the system is set up to oppress white people to allow Jews and coloreds to feed on us and live to their advantage at our expense. The system is not going to change without a lot, a lot of shrieking and screaming and pressure on our part. And we should do it. We should be able to live the way we want to live among our own people. And we don't have to take shit from anybody. Not from Jews, not from coloreds, and not from appeasers of the Jew. Not from people trained by the Jew. We are the aggrieved party. We are the aggrieved party. We are the victims. And we are the good guys. And we must fight. And only we can do it. Only we can determine our future. Right, and we're dealing with an irrational foe or a foe, at least, that is rationally... It's rationally pursuing us. its own interest, which includes our racial oppression. And anyone who talks to you about individualism or equal rights, they're talking pure, abstract, head garbage. Okay, it's races competing for scarce goods, like white pussy. Like and for the white men out there, I wanted to say, I know both of you noticed this, Alex was there, but when, when we saw that on video, when we see all those white men, we felt in our brains the same thing that other races do, and this has been proven by studies with magnetic uh, resonance uh, uh, detection, and they know that the brain of all these races recognize their own more quickly. I mean, it's almost like a holy thing that goes on in, in your biology, literally in your biology, in the brain synapses. That you recognize your own people first, you feel a great affinity and an emotional and, a, and every, everything toward them. So when we, we saw you guys in Knoxville, everyone felt mm -hmm. very proud and connected. And this is as it should be. And, and especially compared to the other people. And people on the forum, VNNForum.com, made the point that these other kids over here are really, on a level, they really are victimized by the system, as you keep saying. And uh, we can say it over and over, but I mean, when they support faggotry, and yet... On the one hand, they dress like faggots, but they don't want to say Lamarcus Davidson and uh, Latalvis Cobbins are faggots. I mean, what is mm -hmm. that? What kind of uh, uh, inability to use reasoning is that? Yeah, our race is our team, and our team is losing and losing badly. So yes, gotta, it is. Yes. We got to charge into the gap. We got to get get and Craig, things turned over. Craig and Ages, they they are hushing up details of the crime. And one of these girls said, you know, they haven't really released anything. One of the girls at Shannon's friends at the grave, and uh, Nicholas Sticks, the Jew who writes for Amron. I had a long interview with him yesterday. He said again, you know, they wouldn't give him the autopsy photos. So tyranny thrives by suppressing information and, and preventing people from knowing what's actually going on, so that it can from carry off outrage. It can carry off the masquerade the that's operating in their interest, and it can deny what it's actually doing to people. But we say in the true VNN spirit that is now dominating white nationalism, I'm glad to see, uh, speak the truth. Criticize the leaders. Don't be afraid to say what you have to say. That's the American spirit. And I am an American. I'm not a European. I, I 
am from America and my people have been here a long time and I'm nothing against Europe, but there's nothing wrong with being an American either. And the American spirit is you can, you can go out there and speak your piece in public. And that's what I wanted to defend in the American spirit. But on the precise level, like Craig, Craig's saying that, that one of these criminals was a black gangster disciple. Now that in itself is prima facie evidence that hate was a motive here. And, and <laughs> which is the question that the Jews media is obsessed with, you know, whether this is a hate crime. So much so that they'll put words in my mouth that they're, if I say I rallied for this reason, they'll just write white extremists rallied, you know, to get this declared a hate crime. I said, I didn't say that. I never said that. But they have their own agenda. That's what they're going to do. They, they will put words in your mouth. They'll take what you say out of context. They'll take the very worst thing you said. Uh, over your best line, they'll take a picture of you from the worst angle. Everything is done to make you look ridiculous and or dangerous. And whereas when they take a picture of LaMarcus, why, it's a nice, full-on, normal frontal shot. Everything is done to normalize these niggers who commit these crimes. Nobody ever points to the systemic nature of this, and that is the only thing, really, in the end that matters, that the system is producing this. Because if the system isn't producing this, then it's just a horrible outlier. Or it's a horrible aberration. But in fact, that's not the case. It's normal. The normality of this kind of crime, the regularity with which it occurs, that is the reason that we rally. To get rid of the people who created this system in which this is a regular, ordinary, every, literally everyday occurrence. It's an, literally an everyday occurrence that white girls are raped by blacks under coerced integration. Well, hold up a mirror to American society. Here's your, your moral argument is, oh, nigger, let free the niggers. They deserve it. It's immoral to deny them. Well, here's the flip side of that, you sons of bitches. All you Christian cowards. You, you bought preachers. You, you sicko nigger ball-licking assholes. Here's what you have built with your fucking Racial integration that you call civil rights and justice and freedom. Just as you covered up Martin Luther King's sordid background, you have to cover up the crimes committed under the system that he more than anyone else symbolizes, thanks to the Jew media and the Jew political rulers. Well, here we hold, held up a mirror to society and we showed them, here's what's actually going on. Here's what you really look like, you bastard. You're fucking ugly. You are ugly. The fruit of your tree is the, the charred raped, strangled corpse of Shannon Christian. That's your integration. By the way, she deserves uh, on to free Republic, MLK. It ought to Alex, be Shannon the, the, Christian Day. And I want white nationalists to call it good, Shannon Christian good, Day instead of a good. Martin Luther King Day. It's January 21st, 2008. I think the third Thursday. Now, let me tell you, only, only something on that level can work. It's that serious. Because if you treat mm -hmm. it as anything less than a systemic problem, then uh, you have no grounds for you. You have no grounds for for anything but saying, "Look, it's just a crime." Okay, we didn't talk about it. Big deal. It's just a crime. It happens. No, it, it, it's a crime on the way from whites living in a sustained society to whites living in Zimbabwe, where they're all dead or driven off or starved to death. They're literally genocided. We there there are milestones en route to genocide, and that's what Shannon Christian's crime is. And the person who determined the destination. And the speed with which we go are, are the Jews controlling the system. So anyone who says this is, you know, it's about this crime alone or that it's, it's something less than what it is, which is a systemic problem brought on by the 60s Jews who, who radicalized and refounded America in the name of what's good for Jews, they don't get it. Most of them are just dumb conservatives 
or they're scared or, or have some other reason for not telling you the full truth. But we at Goyfire and VNN will always tell you the full truth. The truth is that our government is run by people who want to wipe your kind off the face of the earth. All right? And they set up a system in which this kind of shit happens all the time and in which they don't tell you about it. And then when you bitch about, oh, they're calling you extremists. You know what? Fuck you. We don't care what you say. We don't care that you have 10,000 TV transmitters and you can call us racist. You can call us... Uh-huh. I, we're not scared of that. <laughs> That's the fucking thing. We don't care what you fucking call us. We're going to live, and we're going to live in our own terms. And we don't care whether you goddamn kikes and your appeasers like it or not. You can kiss our fucking ass. We're not fucking Sean Hannity or Ann Coulter. We're not scared or carrying water for the Jews. Fuck you. And, and all the influence money can buy. <laughs> yeah. We're not a bunch of fucking punks like the creatures you see on P- Fox News who've been turned out by the niggers and by the Jews. No, oh, race doesn't matter. It's so horrible, says Bill O'Reilly, that they're having segregated problems. Man, maybe they don't want their kids being fucked up by niggers, you asshole. You fucking weaklings. You're all fucking liberals. And too many white nationalists are liberals without even realizing it. Individual rights has nothing to do with any of this. There is no fucking equality. One race is on top or the other is. Right now the Jews are on top and they're using niggers to attack us. And they're covering it up when it happens. Because they have to. It's not because they're biased. They have to cover it up. Hey, if I'm trying to sell you something and, and you know, <laughs> if I'm trying to sell you something and it produces the opposite result of what I'm saying, I'm not going to advertise it. I'm going to try to keep you from learning that fact. You know? If, if I'm saying, oh, here's a great new way to teach reading, and then your, your, your kid turns out not to be able to read three words, uh, I'm not going to want to show you the test score that proves that the, the kid doesn't know anything. I'm going to hide that from you. That's what they, they, They're not doing it because they're biased. It's fucking they have to do that. They set Alex, up a system to you crush you. Sell they're me a fucking, lemon like, of a car? Out. They don't want you would to know you what's s- happening to them. That's why they fucking pounced on me. They sent their goons to pounce on me. Oh, the fucker's trying to go right to the people. He's unarmed. He's unadorned. He's just some guy standing there talking about what's going on. We better fucking pounce on him. Yep. We have to put him behind the it. cops so everyone sees he's dangerous and evil. Mm-hmm. You see? Alex, are you trying to say they would try to sell America a lemon of a car by abridging the mechanical facts? Uh, yeah, about trying to sell car? us a lemon for, you know, $900,000 a pop and, and calling it, you know, a glorious Maserati or something. Would they sleep that low? Would they, it's good for Jews. It's good for Jews. Diversity like is good. Minority Report free speech laws. Grab him quick. We know what he's going to do. <laughs> you know, the, these, I mean, we have the quotes from the Jewish leaders. They were pushing a, what What? What was it they used? There's some word with poly. Before multiculturalism is their concept, America's a nation of in, immigrants. America's a nation as an idea nation. These are all Jewish concepts or concepts exploited by Jews to persuade us that we are not what we are, which is a primarily Northwestern European-descended uh, Aryan people. 